Um, I thought I was getting off easy. The church was half full when I got here. Um, and I know I talked last week. Uh, Pastor Mike said, Jim, you're going to give your testimony next week, or we have a testimony. And I said, yeah, it's going to be juicy. But um, I was convicted. That it's not going to be juicy. It's Jesus, and this is going to be a testimony about Jesus Christ and what he's doing in my life, uh, what he's done to get me here where I am now. Um, I'll, I'll give a little bit of, I, I want to pray first. Uh, I've been praying all week about this. I want to pray a little bit more. Father God, you know my heart, um, and you, you've met me where I am, and I am so grateful and thankful for that, Jesus. Um, you saved me once, and, and you woke me up again uh, the second time, and, and I am, again, so grateful for that. Just uh, bless this time that I have uh, with the mic, uh, giving a testimony to you, Jesus. In, in your name I pray, amen. Um, so uh, I was saved back in 2002, um, and I was living uh, a completely hedonistic life. Um, if it felt good, I did it. Um, it led to uh, just disaster, and I didn't care. Um, Pastor Mike has taught me that was about strongholds, and that I had a stronghold where um, it was abandonment. I was adopted as a kid. I led this self-destructive lifestyle, um, and uh, it, it, led, it led to disaster. I, I was married even uh, early days when... Um, when I was still lost, and my wife started going to a church, and I thought, okay, these people are going to start taking our money, right? That's what churches do. <laughs> they, they, they're cults. Uh, what kind of a church meets in a uh, school? That's where they met, um, and so I, I started, like, living my life when they would go to church, and I, you know, I was like, okay, I've got me time now. I can listen to radio as loud as I want, do whatever I want, um, and, and then I said, I need to start uh, knowing more about this because they are going to take my family away from me um, if I don't start learning more. So it was about knowledge for me. Um, I studied Islam, um, and as I was reading the Quran and studying Islam, I learned that they recognized Jesus Christ, and they recognized him as Isa, and they recognized him as born of a virgin and sinless, and, and they revered him. Anytime they talked about him, they revered Jesus Christ. And I'm like, okay, that's like 1.4 billion people that recognize this person that I've always made fun of. And I thought that people needed to live this, um, they needed a crutch because they were weak-minded people, uh, these Christians, right? Um, so then I started reading um, the, uh, I started re studying um, Mormonism. And those guys were just crazy, so I knew that wasn't the path. Um, that was just really nuts. And, and then um, I started reading the Bible. And, and I really struggled with this. This is going on for probably six months or so uh, while we're still in Pennsylvania. And I'm reading the Bible, and, and I am, I'm struck with something. I, I said, I, I just can't get this. I don't understand it. Um, and I was a, a cigarette smoker at the time. I went out onto the back porch, and I lit up a smoke, and I said, Lord, I hate to ask you, but I think you might be real. If you are real, I need a sign. And as soon as I let up my smoke, this sign was a, a star that went across the sky like that. And I, I don't believe in coincidence. I absolutely don't. I also don't, didn't believe in those signs. I did not believe in things like that. I'd hear other people talk about it. I'm like, you're, you're nuts. But it happened. And that was a small part of the sign. The big part of the sign and the, the, the thing that made it real for me is that I did not desire any of the things that I was doing that led me up to that. None. I wasn't trying actively to stop doing these things. It was just gone. Any thought, any desire that I had for these things were, were gone. Um, and that's how I knew it was real. I was on fire for a long time. I was witnessing at work. I was just on fire. 
Um, but the testimony here is that I have been just lukewarm, and I'm being convicted of that, like a little bit at a time, um, where where I'm studying scripture and I and I just hear you're not doing enough, and I hear you're not living right, and and I'm like, but I'm saved. Once you're saved, you're always saved. I'm good, right? Wait, <clears throat> go ahead. Okay. okay. <laughs> so, um, so we've been studying Timothy, and, and there was a scripture in 2 Timothy. I wrote all this stuff down, and I, I'm not looking at it. Um, but it was, it was a spirit, about a spirit of timidity and how we are not given a spirit of timidity. We're given a spirit Second of... 2 Timothy 7, 1, 7. 7. Uh, yeah. We're given a spirit of power. And that just kind of was convicting me because things would come up at work, um, and I would have an opportunity to witness to people, and I wasn't, I wasn't taking it. I wasn't doing it, and I used to. Um, and, and I'm just kind of living lukewarm, right? And that was convicting me because there's clear scripture about you're going to get spat out of your mouth if you're living lukewarm. Faith without works is dead. All of these things are convicting me. So it was um, Sunday night. It was uh, um, going, into Feb- going into President's Day the next day. And, and I'm laying in bed, and I am wiped. We, I have been doing uh, construction work around the house and digging a ditch, and I'm tired. And, and I lay down. And, and I am just paralyzed. I'm laying in bed. It's 10 o'clock. I am exhausted. And then my mind starts going. And I, I can feel my hands pressing down into the bed. And I feel like I can't move. I know I'm awake. I can hear my wife breathing. Um, and I start seeing images that, of things that I have never seen in my life. I've never seen these things. And they're grotesque. And I am, I am gripped with fear and terror like I've never felt before. And I can feel myself getting more and more tense. And I'm scared. I don't know what's happening. And then I feel this unbelievable peace, this unbelievable just relaxation. And this cycle is going on for what I thought was two hours. And I'm like, all right, I got to get up. I got to do something. I got to get some sleep. I look at my watch, and it's 3 a.m. This has been going on for five hours, this cycle. At 3 a.m., it was on one of the cycles where I felt complete peace and I had clarity that you absolutely need to stop living lukewarm. You need to stop because you can lose your salvation. It's your choice. It is absolutely our choice. But by living lukewarm, by living in, in just this, this sort of haze over your eyes, that's the danger. And that's the clarity that I got through this experience. And, and it was at, when I woke up at 3 um, I, I got to my wife at around 7, and I just apologized for the things I've been doing and, and the sin I've been living in. And, and she, um, I, I was just crystal clear. I had to confess this stuff. I had to stop living like that because my soul was, was being fought for. My soul was in danger by living lukewarm. And so um, that's the testimony of Jesus Christ that I wanted to give today. And, um, yeah, I wanted to read a little bit from Romans 13, 11. Um, let me just pull it out. It says, and do this, understanding the present time, the hours come for you to wake up from your slumber, because our salvation is nearer now than when we first believe. The night is nearly over, the day is almost here. So let us put aside the deeds of darkness and put up the armor of light. Let us behave decently as in the daytime, not in orgies and drunkenness and in sexual immorality and debauchery, not in dissension and jealousy. Rather, clothe yourselves with the Lord Jesus Christ and do not think about how to gratify the desires of the sinful nature. Um, I just thank God for 